The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right, Tennessee fans, here we go. It's a battle now. Tennessee goes to Rupp Arena and wins it. 103 to 92 is your final. And all those toothless, inbred, slack jawed yokels can pick up their hard hats, pick up their lunch pail, grab their ice pick, and go back to the coal mine. Get back in there, you toothless, slack jawed hillbilly. Who said you could get out on a Saturday night? Get back in that damn coal mine. Oh, how sweet it is. Bear, Davey, if I told you guys, if I told you guys earlier this afternoon that Dalton Connect was going to score 16 points tonight, Bear, what would you have thought? I would have thought that we were probably going to lose a close game. I did not think, what if I had told you that Dalton Connect would score 16 and Tennessee would break triple digits and rup for what that can have happened often? I don't know if it's ever happened. We'll have to go back and check. Fucking happened tonight. Davey Hudson of Outkick, your thoughts as Tennessee gets the win and Rick Barnes improves to 11 and 9 all time against Kentucky as Tennessee's head coach. They thought they were going to get him. They thought this was the day, Davey, that they get him back. They get back to 500 against the Deacon. And he said, uh-uh, uh-uh, not today, not on Wymott, not on my watch. For starters. Who is your daddy? That was, Who's your daddy, John Calipari? That was very fun. It's one of those games where you led pretty much from the tip. Did we? I, I'm trying to think if we ever – Never never trailed. Never trailed. Wire to wire, David. Wire and, to wire. But the bigger thing for me from this game is we looked to that loss at South Carolina and how nobody else stepped up outside of Dalton Connect, and yet all five of your starters were in double figures, two of them in Ziegler and Josiah Jordan-James, who we've been talking about not showing up, dropped 26 apiece, and you just had your veteran leadership just take over this game. And it's great to see this team be able to perform at this level without their superstar really having to contribute that much. I mean, I know we finished with 16 points, but a lot of that kind of came late, getting some free throws there. Bat- and, I mean, two just wide-open layups because Kentucky didn't know how to guard an inbounds play. But yeah. it was it was a really good coaching effort, great execution by the players, and looking forward to celebrating this one with everyone is uh, – I need them, my, guys. My battery—it's—it's—it's it's, it's draining. I need—I need, uh, need them back in that coal mine so I can charge this up. So we can, man. We just dropped a hundred on they broke asses. This is fun. Find yourself a power cord, Davy, because we might be here for a while. As ladies and gentlemen, say it with me: We have papped the keg of glory. Oh, it is cold. It is sweet. It is wonderful. Get in here with us. Let's celebrate it. Some random guy is up first. Rando, get in here, baby. Back to the Colmines. Get your asses back down in that elevator, you bastards. Mind me some damn coal. I need some electricity, you bitches. 
Davey's iPhone. Yeah, Davey's got to have that power, man. We can't have Davey tapping out on a keg of glory edition of the voluntary reaction. Get back in that coma. We drink from the keg of the most points we have ever scored in Rupp Arena. They couldn't stop us. They couldn't stop it all night long. Boy, they don't play much defense. Not at all. Wire to wire. And, you know, I talked to you at halftime. It was four points. We were saying, yeah, I think we got another 30 minutes in us. We can do this. And God damn it, we did. Uh, You know, Dalton Connect, hey, 16 quiet points. Ziegler was huge. Adu, from like the nine-minute mark to about the six-minute mark, he just exerted his will on them. That was a fantastic sequence. Guys, uh, man, what a fucking win. That was that was one for the record books. We'll look back, you know, 10, 15 years from now and remember this one. That was a great, great win. Tony Vitello sitting behind the bench. Uh, and that's a Tennessee team that showed, look, our superstar, you're going to shut our superstar down. We got other guys that are going to step up. They're going to fill the void. Uh, great game from Ziegler. First time in two decades we've had a Tennessee guard go for 20 with 10 assists. Uh, I mean, man, just a hell of a performance, top to bottom. Deacon is rolling against Kentucky now. Um, and you know, look, uh, the one thing that was telling to me during that game was that, you know, I think we've identified who and what Calipari is. Well, you know, I mean, I got half of one team in the all-star game. Hey, guess what? Asshole. You're coaching Kentucky. Who gives a damn what Anthony Davis, your one and done and Shea Gilgis Alexander, your one and done are doing in the fucking NBA. Why don't you win some damn games at Kentucky? Or better yet, don't. Suck on your lifetime contract, coal miners. Enjoy it. He doesn't fucking care about Kentucky basketball. He cares about what he can do at the NBA level. I'm out, guys. Thank you, Rando. Appreciate you jumping in here. Outstanding first phone call on the voluntary reaction. Bear, at some point, I'm going to need... A an update. I'm already uh, on, in there I'm on the vibe from Rupp's rafters. Apparently, uh, ULL, which I'm guessing is Louisiana Lafayette, which is bizarro to me. Apparently, hung. Let me see, 116 in there in 1989. Well, unless he meant UL, unless he meant unless it was Louisville, I would have. I would think it would be more likely to be Louisville than. Lafayette, but yeah, I'm in there. They are not uh, handling it well. Prayers, thoughts, and prayers. We got we got to finish the deal. I mean they they got us twice last year with a not very good Kentucky team and, and a and a pretty good Tennessee team, and that that was one of the more disappointing losses, regular season losses of the Barnes era was losing to them up here when they were in shambles early in the season. So we got to get payback. Hell, we'll probably play these clowns three times. Uh, we, you know, we, we got a little fortunate that uh, two of their NBA guys didn't play tonight. They'll probably play in Knoxville, but uh, we play them better in Knoxville, generally speaking. So we'll cross that bridge when we come yeah. to it. 
Let's get Anthony in here next. Anthony, you're on voluntary reaction. Go ahead. Hi ho, hi ho, back to the coal mines you go. What about that guy? What about it? Oh man, we we've won there what like uh, I think five five or six times now in my lifetime, and like three or four times under Barnes. Four. These are rare guys. These are rare. You got to soak them up. You got to enjoy every last one of these because they don't happen every. Uh, I mean, it's we are living through a golden era of Tennessee basketball. I know the postseason results have been lacking, but uh, damn it, we got a great program right now. Hell yeah, we do, and it, it's something you know. For as much heat and uh, it, a lot, all of it, almost deserved with our postseason thing. Um, it's for me personally. It's just as this shit's just as big, man, because this doesn't happen not in our lifetimes or us. I'm told it's the first time since 1993 they have given up a hundred in Rupp. Wonder who gave it up? Who lit them up back then? You know, it's it's funny, Davey. We we talk about the need to be top twenty Ken Palm offensive efficiency, and we were nineteen before the South Carolina game, and it had been like such a struggle to get there. And then after that anemic offensive uh, display, we had dumped down to like 28th or 29th. So yeah, really dropped this, but yeah, this might kind of even that out. I mean, the the biggest surprise to me for the night, like when Houston said that, I knew you know I took it seriously. He said you know they didn't play defense, but there's not playing defense, and then there's not guarding inbounds plays and just leaving it wide open in consecutive fucking games. Georgia, apparently Georgia ate their ass up with it too. Just letting our five foot 10 point guard, you know, just cruise unobstructed to the hoop time and yeah. time again. What a great night. Uh, it is also fantastic. Some of the guys that have, have kind of been in slumps, kind of, you know, but triple J, uh, Vescovy, um, hella Waka came strong tonight. Yeah, I think oh. that was because that was at that that period. I, I think it was right after Dillingham. Uh, you know, Dillingham was was just wiping us out, and it kind of gave the team a spark. But Barnes high five and a Waka right after it. Waka was ready. To Six rebounds in ten minutes, two big buckets. Go ahead, Davey. Oh, that was Anthony. Oh, that was Ant. Go ahead, Anthony. I'm sorry, I, when, Bart, when uh, Bear brought up Awaka, I was just saying from that little kerfluffle on the floor, Awaka was ready to whip somebody's ass. And I tell you what, Ganey, Ganey was right there with him. I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure we pretty much punked him out at that point. The game, I mean, it, it wasn't the same from that point on. This is Tennessee's sixth straight win against a Kentucky team that was ranked in the top ten. Yeah, that's a very that was a really curious stat. I don't know. I mean, Barnes pants Cal tonight, and more often than not, he does. And that just to wrap up what I was saying before. Hell yeah, we're in the golden age of Tennessee basketball. There's a lot of he's, points. He's done more. He's set more records since he's been here than the rest of our our history. More time in the top five. You know, more wins over Kentucky. Hey, Kim Palm, just updated. Where do you think we are in adjusted offensive efficiency now? 14th, 21st. 
jumped up to 15th. That's wow. right on it. So you're currently fifth overall behind Houston, Purdue, UConn, and Arizona. Fifteenth uh, in offense, adjusted offensive efficiency. Second still in adjusted defensive efficiency. Now you did, you're still second, but you, I mean, you dropped a little bit there after. Well, uh, my big takeaway here, guys, is like, you know, the the connect games where he's going for over thirty are fun, and there are going to be nights where we need him to do that. But we're at our best. Like, like I mean, fans have been saying, oh, we we need something out of Triple J. We need something out of. Uh, gaining something out of Vescovy. And we're at our best when it's a more balanced attack. Connect yeah. is our most talented offensive player, but and we're not going to score over 100. We're going to play better defensive teams, but uh, we, we've got to be more balanced, I think, in the offensive approach. Do you guys think if kind of going into their game plan, we know they're not a good defensive team, but they put so much into just trying to stop Connect that everybody else was just able to like, they, they didn't have much of a game plan on being able to guard any of these other guys. No, yeah, I think you're exactly right. And, and the shots fell, but to Russ's point. Yeah. I mean, all five starters, double digits, uh, Adu with a double, double, uh, Zakai with, a, yeah, he had a double, double, uh, Josiah, had, you know, him and Zakai lead scoring 26 each. And, you know, Kentucky had the guy that went off for 35, Kentucky's box score looks real similar to, you know, what our box score's been when Connect's been going off. And they had Dillingham with 35, and Reeves with 21, and Shepard with 16. I think then, Muscovy would have had more points if Frick didn't take him out every single time he hit a basket. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the – what do you think the deal on that is, Russ? There was like some odd rotational stuff. But the the uh, Cam Carr cameo <laughs> there was was interesting. He did have one I, good play. I, I'm not gonna. I am not going to. Uh, I'm not going to criticize anything today. I thought Barnes rarely rarely played a misstroke. So no, he, he was very good overall. The one thing I do have an issue with, and it's just something to keep an eye on. We always talk about it with hypo on football. The middle eight. If we have guys in foul trouble, those lineups and that under four rush, you were texting us in the group. Like, that's where I start to get nervous. And so today it didn't bite us, but I, that is just something I, I think we should all just keep an eye on moving forward. Stevie! Here, kitty, kitty. Scratch them, cats. Back to the coal mine. Get back in that coal mine. There wasn't a big Z tonight. There was a little Z tonight. He carved a damn Z on Calipari's forehead on his way out of the door. Guys, I'd like to not apologize, but I'd like to give some respect. The J has been added back to Josiah Jordan James tonight. Hey, that's very good. I'm glad that you could find it in your cold, cold, dark heart to do that, Stevie. Boy, he played immaculate. Did he get, wow. did he drink uh, Connects Kool Aid tonight before the game? I mean, we've always known he's had it in him, and we needed it tonight. I think that big one, uh, you know, he hit one. Most people didn't see it because the Duke Carolina game was still going on, but apparently he hit one in the first two minutes. And oh, he that ripped was, that one. That's probably key for him was to. See that first one go in, and then he had confidence, man. He had the mid-range working. 
He caught the alley-oop dunk from the aforementioned Cam Carr. He was great on defense, had a couple of steals and runouts. I mean, he was spectacular tonight. It was just a well-balanced attack from the beginning. You look at it, we had, I guess, before it was even before the first media timeout, all five of your starters each had one basket. Yeah. I'll tell you the other, the, the play of the game for me is as crazy as the sound. It was Zakai uh, getting that shot off before the buzzer. Oh, what did they closed it down to? I mean, they were really close to us at that point. Oh, I've got it in my notes. It was at the four minute mark. I think that um, extended from seven to nine. Yeah, it put it made it eighty two seventy three. The um, the scary uh, part was they got they went on a seven zero run and got it down to seventy eight seventy one at the five minute mark. And Barnes called a timeout, which I mean. Yeah, how many well, times that was when uh, a lead disappear? <laughs> that was from like eight thirty four to the. That was when Cal put Dillingham back in, and he, he called that timeout, and then Triple J hit that weird kind of leaner, and then uh, that was a hell when, of a shot, man. Yeah, I mean that was. <laughs> it was just so many big moments, man. We had, we had an answer, Stevie. Every time they made a run, we had an answer. Boy, that Dillingham D can play basketball. <laughs> oh yeah, he can. He can fucking rip it. He's coming off the bench too, guys. I'd also like to shout out Awaka. He got those two quick fouls that were ridiculous, but he bounced back and battled back and had some really good shots and rebounds. I thought oh, that, that was the best game of the season by far. Yeah, that one that was just you know he had he had the one dunk, but the the one. Uh, I think you sent us a text, Davey. Um, the play where he he just laid it up. It was a really nice touch. It was really good to see. It was just, I mean, it was one of the things where we all thought coming into the season he was going to be that one guy that made that huge jump, you know. But he's had more of that sophomore slump. And he just had it, like, that look in his eyes, especially whenever uh, Bradshaw got the tech. I still don't know what gain he said to, to get it for him, but – you know, ever since that happened, like he was just manhandling them. He wasn't going to let them get the ball and they just couldn't do anything. Like there were several times he even blocked out to where Ziegler had a wide open lane for a layup. He was just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They did that yeah. a, a, a couple of times. It was really nice. This is a team. If you're going to go in and win it, Rupp, your whole team has to play good. Yeah. You know, looking back, they were showing uh, Russ, they showed the video the other day of the. Um, the Admiral LaMontre game up there. And it's just like while you're watching that one-minute clip, there's like four different guys making plays. That's the only way you can win up there. It's, it's one of those things where just in basketball in general, and this is, this is where Tobey really impressed me tonight, 95% of the time you don't have the ball. So it's like when you're trying to like teach these kids like what to do, it's like 95% you're not going to have the ball. So can you actually go out there and make it matter when you don't have it and – I think they've really done a good job of helping him achieve that potential because we know he doesn't have much of a shot. So I'm just – I'm really glad to see how he's boxing out. And it's just a great performance from him tonight. Hey, right guys. For us, Stevie. Uh, yeah, two things. Uh, can someone really explain to me why every time Vescovi hit a shot tonight, he was taken out for Ganey and how Ganey had so many minutes. And on my way out, Barry, did you see your best friend throw two picks today at the Senior Bowl? See ya. Did Milton throw two picks in the actual game? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Stevie, Stevie, 
pull the fast one. It will be addressed on Monday, Stevie. You're on notice now. Short leash for you. Poor, poor Joe Milton. Somebody's still going to draft him because that dude's got a cannon. Let's get Corn Pop in here next. What up, Corn Pop? Poppy, turn your mic on. Yeah, man. I'm trying to park twice if you're in the water. I'm trying to de-mic here. Um, so, talk about big shot by that putback by Z. Um, the the fake the fake three pointer by Triple J, where he pumped and moved to his right and shot it. Uh, and I, it looked like he was still kind of off balance to his right there towards the end and drained it. You, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, like he it, he was just a little trigger shy, man. Like he didn't want to shoot it. And then he was like, what the hell am I doing? I got 20 here. Let it yeah. fly. Um, I was just uh, texting back and forth with my son. And uh, he, I tried to tell him, I said, this dude, this is Barnes's best team, man. He's, he's hollering Grant and, and uh, Admiral, but um, just drop me. You know, the way we handled Alabama, you, you put a hundred on Kentucky at rough. And let you you lead wide to wire. This is probably his best chance to uh, to do something this year, man. And it's hard not to enjoy it. I mean, that's something. Like you say, Russ, that's something to go up to Kentucky and do what you did tonight. And it is it is fun to have the best player in college basketball wearing orange. That don't hurt. No, man, it's 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 fun, and and we didn't. I'm not going to say we didn't need him now because here here's the thing when. Connect is going off like he has been, and he's drawn so much attention from the other teams, and they are just, um, you know, that opens things up for for other guys. And we had multiple guys step up, and, you know, it's hard for me not to give Triple J the player of the game award today because he was just so clutch and it was so unexpected. But, uh, man, Ziegler with the 26 and the 13 assists. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, what a way for Triple J to end his uh, senior, you know, his his Tennessee career with a a performance for the ages in Rupp Arena. Yeah, he'll never forget Big that. Man. Oh hell no! Um, so, so was this the Kai's highest points? Dropping twenty six. Yeah, I don't know if it's a career high for him or not, man. I mean, there's. So I don't many. think so. I think he had. I think he's gotten close to thirty. I thought. Well, um, y'all got my curiosity up a minute ago, um, talking about the guard first time since '93. I'm sitting there wondering if it maybe was the Chris Jackson. Uh, my 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 errors get mixed up, or is it maybe one of them sharpshooters from Vandy back in the day? I'm wondering who it is now. Who's the last guard to go up there and get 20 I and think 10? Jackson would have been gone by '93, man. Maybe so. You're probably right. Um, he's closer to like Jackson was like our age, Jamie. But it, but but it was a guard. He said, "Right, I'm one. I just got my curiosity up. I'm wondering who that might have been, because I'm I'm older than hell. So, I mean, bear, I'm I can I can remember a lot of the '93 season. So, I mean, but it, you know, uh, I've tried to my, forget it for a long. long <laughs> I hear you, brother. I hear you. Well, man, I'll get out of the way, man. I um um uh, I've got a rep for for ripping on Barnes, but man, it's hard not to enjoy." You know, just going up there, you know, you hear, listen to all the fans calling in, uh, talking about sending back to the coal miners, man. It's just hard not to enjoy this. So, uh, uh, that's something else, man. I just hope we, uh, I hope we keep it moving. In my, in my opinion, man, after tonight, uh, just watching 
just watching the way, you know, we got a point guard who facilitates first and loves to get to the rim and dish. And if you don't, you know, if you uh, don't collapse on him, uh, he'll just he'll just lay up. And it's just fun to watch, man. I'm a big, big fan of old school basketball like that. And that's how you that's how you advance in the tournament is backcourt play. So um, I think this is our best shot. I'll get out of the way, guys. Y'all hang in there. All right. So here it is, Russ. Kentucky is then shout out to Tucker Harlan from the drive. Kentucky has given up 100 points at Rupp Arena three times in its history. 116 to Southwest Louisiana in 1989. 111 to VMI in 2008. Jesus. And 103 to Tennessee in 2024. Glad they showed some common courtesy to the military. What a weird list. And you think it, you know, all the teams that play, you know, LSU back then, uh, us, I mean, all the big time teams. Who did Lafayette have, or uh, I guess they were Southwest back then, but who, who was, uh, they must have had like, you know, those schools always have like, you know, some pro that just matriculates there, like Robert Parrish at Centenary or something that just. Yeah, a, back in those days, you'd see like the the odd future, up. the they odd thought, future they didn't NBA Hall of Famer. Yeah, they didn't transfer, so they'd just be there for three or four years. Let's get Austin in here next. Austin, what's up, brother? Turn your mic on. Hey, guys. What up? What up? Well, first of all, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, back to the gold mine. Get back in there. And then, uh, <laughs> and second off, I mean, a hundred. I, I mean, have we? Barnes hasn't put up. Is this a? Surely we've given up. Uh, we put up a hundred with Barnes, but not an SEC play, right? No, I think we dropped it on uh, South Carolina before in the last couple of years. Georgia, last couple of years. Yeah, we've hit it a few times. Okay, well, I've just trying to rack my brain for those games, but I guess I just forget them because they're against South Carolina and Georgia and not Kentucky in rough. Um, safe to say, I didn't see this one coming. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone did, especially with, you know, but it's really, I think what really happened was just, we saw these seniors say, and this past week of practice, like, this is our last chance to to do this and and get a win and rub and and make a statement and they showed up and did it. Apparently, John Calipari has declined to do his post game radio show. He sent his assistant Orlando Antigua out there to handle that. Such that's a good sign. That's a, that's a really good sign. You know. But that Bradshaw guy. Uh, let, let me tell you, he he wants to fight Awaka like I want to fight Tyson Fury. I mean, he got out of there. That, that's the most pussy-ass Kentucky move I've ever seen. Pushing a guy in the back, pushing him in the back, and then he couldn't get out of there soon enough, man. I wish Awaka would have ripped his damn throat out. Yeah, I mean, and... Since it was already offsetting technicals, I guess he should have. But that's that was the only 
real now, referee the moment of the game. The, the rare quadruple technical. Never seen that one. Yeah. yeah. I wish that we had played it a little bit cooler so we, sh- we could have gotten two shots and the... Well, we should have gotten... Like, I don't understand. So, it's a quadruple technical, two te- two techs each, but then right. it's, it, it's a common ball foul, and it was their seventh foul. Like, we should have had a one-and-one one there. We end up getting the dunk from Connect, so it's it's all good, but that... Like, I would like to hear the explanation of why we weren't shooting there. Yeah, the one- I, I didn't know that. I can... I, you know, well, I should the- both... Uh, Tobey and 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 Jordan, they earned their tax. I mean, I want to know what Ganey said to him. He, I, it was what he he was smiling. I don't, I can't remember. It was as it was getting pulled apart. All I know is his head was bobbing, and he was smiling, and his his mouth was moving. Russ was the seventh foul on. Uh, Dillingham on an Awaka, or did they add the technical foul? It's a good, it's a good qu- I, Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't because yeah, if they add it to the count, then it's 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 pretty much I the same as if it's a four. Yeah, yeah, as if it's a charge. Okay. Yeah. So it's, or it's yeah. like you're not going to go shoot one and one if there's a charge taken. And Which honestly, at that point, anymore. I would almost as bad <laughs> as Kentucky was at defending the inbounds pass. I think it was a much higher percentage to oh. inbound it than to have. Tobey at the line worked out great for us. Yeah, it kind of got connect. Connect had the quietest sixteen point game I can remember. Usually, you know, a guy goes for sixteen. It's uh, yeah, that's but he did most of it in the first half, and you know, towards the end of the game when Dillingham was tearing us up, keeping single handedly keeping them in it, like we had to take him off the floor, and and I. I mean, I don't blame Barnes. It was a good move to take him off the floor just so we could get Meshack in there because, I mean, it didn't do a whole lot of good, but he did better than Vescovy and Ganey and anybody else that was trying to get on Dillingham. Certainly Connect yeah. could handle him. I think when, when Meshack was on the floor, it kind of tightened things down on everybody else to where, you know, I mean, Dillingham, he was just, the kid was in the, he was fucking unconscious tonight. You know, when you, I mean, we, we He's a star. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Connect does the same damn thing when guys get in it, like when they're that good, like Connect and those in him. You know, your only hope is to just complete, you got to lock down everybody else. Can, can we oh. find out who Vescovy was blowing the kiss to after he knocked yeah. down the corner three? <laughs> I swear to you, he's up in Juwan Smith, like level in my mind, as far as fan favorite. Well, let's finish up for us, buddy. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, to that point with the them blowing the kisses and the um, desire of sticking his tongue out, and they were doing it towards, not even just toward the Kentucky bench, but toward the fans in the arena. Like, I think they really took this one to heart and wanted to show out, and they did. And, you know, it's a really good sign for this team um, that we can do this with, Dalton Connect getting double and triple teams the entire game. Um, because if we didn't, then the rest of the SEC would just be like, oh, okay, we'll just do that. And we'll be, we would be in a world of hurt. So um, great win, fantastic game, and just got to keep it up and keep rolling. Good stuff, guys, Austin. I have a question. I, I've, I've got my answer. Curious where you guys are on it. Okay. After seeing tonight, do you think the team was looking ahead when we played South Carolina? Uh, 
maybe just a little bit. And the problem with it was, you know, as good as South Carolina is this year, if if you're if your entire attention isn't focused on them, they'll beat you. So, but I also think, and you know, that I think last year obviously left a as it should have left a really bad taste in the guys. You know, it, I, I don't. You know, just left a bad taste in their mouth. Like the way that all went down with getting no showing at home, getting swept by them. Davey, I, I don't know. I'm getting more respect for South Carolina just as a really good team every time I see them play. They handled Georgia on the road today. And um, I, I don't I don't really think so, man. I, I think that we just had uh, a rough game. I mean, they were able to drag us down into the mud with them. And that's something that, you know, I mean, it, it might – if you're looking for a silver lining, like that might be a good thing is that we're going to have to play them again. Hell man, you might run into one of those big 10 teams, slow ass big 10 teams in the tournament. And like, we've, we've got to, you know, it was two opposite ends of the spectrum. The, the opponent we played Tuesday, the opponent we played tonight, both good teams, both capable of beating you. Um, but just one plays fast and is all offense. One plays slow as an all defense. And the old Aaron Torres, Adam bear, uh, adage bear, you got to yep. win different kinds of way games in different kinds of ways. That's the only thing that worries me is we seem to, we can't ever, we haven't been able to figure out Russell how uh, to win, you know, a, oh, we've won some of those rock fights before we, we won a game against Auburn in Thompson bowling last year that set basketball back three decades. So, I mean, they just, they stand out more when you lose them. I mean, it's just like, Oh, they're just brutal. Miserable. Miserable games to watch. Now, I will say that I would con uh, caution uh, Santee about blowing kisses when we play Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So some unsubstantiated rumors. I need a little bit more information. Let's get Logan. I, I agree with next. you, though, Russ. I, I thought we just had an off game against Carolina, not so much looking forward to Kentucky. Hmm. What up, Logan? Hey, fellas. Hey. How about them damn balls? How about them, baby? I think uh, I think old Phil and Brett are uh, having a pretty bad night. Uh, you, you listened to them earlier this week, man. There wasn't a whole lot of hope between those two. The Barnes Bashers. What's that call like on Monday? <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I'm telling you, Phil has has a little bit of explaining to do. I'm gonna. Are Phil and the boys blowed away at the drunk tank bear? Can we get a check in? Oh, they're they're fucking destroyed, bro. And yeah, yeah, Phil's got a lot of explaining to do, Lucy. Hey, how about he's, how he's about got some crow to know, eat? He, uh, apologies Who's... need to be made to. An apology, Fred Hollander. An apology, Sorry, I'm sorry. This committee owes an apology. <laughs> Nobody's down worse than Polish Joe right now. I'll go ahead and tell you guys that right now. <laughs> Rose petals. <laughs> the rest, Rich Bruins, is terrible. Oh man, it, it feels good. I'm. Honestly, I'm I'm blown away by by this performance. It, 
it was not what I expected at all, but I'm so glad that, that our guys just, just performed, you know, triple J Zakai. We couldn't ask for any more from either of those fellas on it's, it's just great. Um, well, we needed it too, man. After the week we've had and the, just all the drama with the NCAA, the loss to South Carolina and everything to, to turn around and have a keg of glory moment to end the week like this, that'll, that gets us back on track, man. Let's, let's, let's uh, stop worrying about the, all the nonsense and get back to winning championships. Absolutely guys. Appreciate what you do. We'll, we'll send it on to the next. Thanks boys. Thank you, Logan. Appreciate you, my friend. Let's get Trey's terrible takes in here next. Tennessee truth teller Trey, get in here, buddy. Fellas, boy, does it feel good to hang some dong up and rub. It feels good for Rick to whip it out and make Calipari like it. And while he's at it, he goes ahead and, uh, you know, Rubs a uh, Polish Joe's face in it too. I mean, how 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 do those dullards just? Man, it's got to suck to have to feel miserable at nights like this. So, I feel sorry for them, but but man, we got a special team. I, I kind of I didn't get. I mean, you guys heard my calls. I'm one of your more irrational callers. I didn't get tore up about the South Carolina thing. I feel I felt like when the NCAA news came out, uh, I just I don't know that day just had a bad vibe to it. But today, I was confident. I'll send you a screenshot. I hit a nice four-game parlay, and uh, the, the icing on it, the last game I needed to hit, man, was Tennessee covering the money line. And uh, that made it even sweeter. I had a feeling we were going to win this game. I just – Kentucky doesn't play defense, and it seems like we just, you know, we tear teams up that uh, that think that they can do that against us. And, you know, Russ, back to your, uh, your point you made before I hopped on, it feels like, you know, Wednesday, we got the shadow of the NCAA, you know, hovering over us. We've got, uh, you know, South Carolina comes in and ends our uh, home winning streak. But then uh, Donde fires back. The state of Tennessee fires back. We feel like, uh, you know, we've got the NCAA on their heels. And then today we kick Kentucky's ass and send those fuckers back to the coal mines. Man, that's a good day in big orange country. Love you guys. Love you too, buddy. Great hearing from you. Walk around with your chest puffed out tomorrow, Trey. You're a winner. You're a winner. Not like those sorry sad sacks forlornly dragging their pickaxe back up the hill, strapping on that, that hat with the lamp on it, just covered in coal ash and dust. You're a winner, Trey. You're a winner. Let's get Caroline in here next. What up, Caroline? Oh, she might have the wheel. She's spinning. Round, round, baby, right round. All I want to say is back to the mind, you fucking idiots. No! She got in and dropped the damn F-bomb on him. Get in there! Get back in there! Back to the mines, you fucking lizards. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Good night, guys. Love y'all. Good night, Caroline. Thank you for uh, chiming in there. That was very unladylike. You watch your mouth, Russell. Oh, she was a sweet young lady. Starchild is next. What up, Starchild? How we doing, Bear, Davey, and Russ? Putting 103 on their poverty the asses. That's right. Can King feel it. My plums feel? right now. How's They're tingling. My, Russell, my plums are tingling. tingling. You, you know what? My you, nipples are. You know what's even better than DK putting like four slamajamas in the paint is all these Kentucky fans who who begged the coach and everybody to put put two two men on them all game. Right? If we shut them down, the game's over. They ain't gonna score nothing. What happened? I mean, five starters with double digits. I mean, I mean, come on. They're doing some soul-searching on the rafters they're, right now. They're, they're clocking in right now, about 500 feet in the ground with their little hole-puncher cards, you know, lamp-lit, right? Smelling like a bunch of they, wet socks, <laughs> you know? They, they had one of those uh, cave-ins. I mean, <laughs> the oxygen's running out right now. Oh, man. There's so much that – I mean – I think just seeing Rupp Arena, I think the picture, right, of Rupp Arena, more than half empty with 100 points on the screen and people just pouring out beating traffic made my whole week, honestly. That I mean, they're, they're pouring out of there pretty early. Oh, yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's an, uh, an eight-point game with two minutes to go. I mean, they they gave up. They you know, I'm, I'm sitting there still like, all right, we gotta we gotta hang on here. We gotta make some free throws. Gotta hang on. Gotta hang on. They were done, All man. They knew it was over. To leave with like three minutes left. They knew. I mean, come on. They knew. No, I mean, they knew they weren't ready for this. No, they, they weren't up to the task. No, dude. So much trash talk on Twitter. So much. I'm gonna bookmark this. I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, what happened, pussy? Bookmark it. Bookmark it. Take a picture. Hang it in the Louvre. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed, go to church tomorrow, and remember this and watch the recap. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. I'll see y'all guys. Have a good night. Thank you, Star Child. Appreciate it. Yeah, this this might warrant a rewatch. I don't do the basketball rewatch very often, boys, but this might uh, warrant pulling up the old ESPN app. Maybe falling asleep to it. Although I don't know if I could go to sleep. This was a good one. The night is young, Russell. The night is young. Yeah, and for you, Dave, I mean, this kind of cancels out the disappointment that must be coursing through your blue-blooded veins. Yeah, it wasn't a good performance overall. Too many turnovers ultimately led to a, a loss, but I mean... It's a, con- a contest, it's a contested rivalry. We swept them last year, and they're probably due to get one this year. Who's sadder right now, Duke fans or Kentucky fans? Kentucky fans. Duke, like, Duke beat themselves with turnovers. Kentucky just couldn't stop anything Tennessee was doing. Did Mark Jones play? It's Mark Mitchell. Who's Mark Jones? Uh, he was a two-way player for us. Great punt returner back in the – like 
early or uh, late former era, early 2000s. Isn't there a music, like a popular musician for a band named Mark Jones too? I don't know. I have to Google it. It's worth a Google. But Mark Mitchell, he played all right. Jared McCain, freshman, probably had their best performance. But enough about that. Let's get back to the balls. Beating that Please. ass. Frank. You know what brought it up, not me. Get in here, Frank the Tank. <laughs> oh, what is up? I'm so proud of my basketballs. I, I don't even know what to say except for uh, during your halftime, I appreciated the eternal optimist. I feel like I'm channeling through him. And I'm the same way. Um, you, Russ, did uh, bring us the 7-1 and one, uh, versus the top 10 Kentucky team. Officially for tonight, I think that is one of the best stats. Say that again now. Oh, the um, the seven and one. I guess this is Rick Barnes versus uh, Coach Cal. Basketballs versus a top ten Kentucky team. Yeah, I love right. that. I love that. Here, here are some of the numbers from Grant Ramey on Twitter. Rick Barnes eleven and nine versus Kentucky at UT. Seven and one versus top ten Kentucky teams. I mean, that is incredible. Seven and two when both teams are ranked. Four and one when both teams are ranked in the top ten. When it's a big game between the Vols and the Big Blue, Rick Barnes doesn't lose. Amen. Amen. And also, I had a question about Vegas. They went from we were favored 1.5 to overnight Kentucky was favored 1.5. I try to understand gambling, but I do not. <laughs> I mean, people were betting on uh, Kentucky and, and the money moved in that direction, which is fine. Like, I mean, um, you know, I, I did not have any money on it tonight, but I, I was not going to bet on Tennessee to win at Rupp. Four wins for Barnes at Rupp Arena. Tennessee had four wins all time at Rupp Arena. And when did Barnes get here? 2015? That arena is like 78, yeah. something like that. So the the uh, 35, almost 40 years of Rupp Arena, we, we had four wins there. And Barnes has four in nine seasons. You know what? I love that. And guess what? We own a blue blood. Does everybody, can everybody right now let that sink in? We own a blue blood. You know, I, I don't know if we own them, but I mean, it like we we ain't so. scared of them. No, thank you. you. Know who's having a good night? Gerald Mincy <laughs> uh-huh. loses his offensive coordinator basically a week after being on campus. His basketball team shit. Goodness, sucks to suck. You know, he's having a better night than him. Me, Davey. Puke got beat in Tennessee, beat Kentucky, and Rupp. Perfect Saturday night at my house, my friend. Perfect. Fuck Mark Amen. Mitchell. Amen, brother. Congrats, Bear. Thanks, David. Good stuff, Frank. Anything else, buddy? Uh, you know what? I'm just proud. I, I would say the gold standard. Can we all agree that Tennessee Final Four? But then when and, – and when we beat – Duke last year, I said, we have taken a step forward. This year, I say Final Four, but 
I'm like, screw that. We need to win the freaking natty. I'll put I the question go, out there right now. Go to the desert with the chic and uh, paint the desert orange. Thank you, Frank. Great phone call. How, Thanks for jumping in. How would you describe the season? We're, we're This is the highest moment of the season. I think we can all agree on that as of, as of right now. If Tennessee does not win the regular season, the tournament, or make it to the Final Four, how would you describe this season? I don't want to do this. No, not tonight, baby. <laughs> all right. We'll save it for another day. No, that's a, we're partying tonight. What are you going to think about all that? I like having deep hypothetical thoughts, you know, very Russ Colish. Yeah. Times like this. Yeah. You're the guy we always, you know, we Time turn the music up. And I'm yeah. going to be like Woody Harrison and, and tell you, <laughs> tell to, you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why don't you keep <laughs> some of that shit to yourself? All right. People don't want to hear that, Davey. <laughs> yeah. Means I'm, I'm not through. fun at parties. Yeah. You ain't too fun outside of parties either. Let's get Harshil in here next. What's up, Harshil? Got to turn your mic on, brother. Says he's speaking. Me? Can you hear me? Hey, we got you. Davey, Russ, and Bear, how we feeling tonight, fellas? Man, fucking oh, glorious. Yeah. What? 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 What are we drinking? What are we drinking tonight? Uh, Kentucky yeah. tears. <laughs> How about them fucking Vols? Oh, my God. I've been at Barley since 6 p.m. I've had $500 on Vols money line. I am living it right now. Let me tell you. They got some really good buffalo chicken tenders. Hell, yeah. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the money I'm winning right now, fellas. And, and, and Davey, come on, man. Man, we, we lost to South Carolina. What the fuck was all that about? Why do we keep dropping these shitty games and then going to Rupp and beating that Kentucky ass? And now, and now we're uh, on top of the it's, world. It's the like, SEC, man. What's what's going it's, on? It's a really good basketball. It's a really good basketball conference from top to bottom. I I would kind of compare it. The SEC <laughs> now is what we used to see the ACC be in the the late nineties, early two thousands. It's it's a good conference. You got to be careful because any given day you play i mean t teams at the bottom can even sneak up on you so it's well it's here's the other thing it. i mean you say teams at the bottom south carolina boat race kentucky when they played oh them. yeah they did well i know but we lost to mississippi state too and they're showing that they're not as good as we initially thought they would be so in, in the end in conclusion I, I feel like we shouldn't get too high on the balls because you know you know how our tournament runs go with barnes i mean We'll be so high on them with a good, good win in regular season, and then tournament time, we'll, we'll just we'll just choke our ass and can't even make it to the elite eight. Like I mean, but I'm I don't know this this team's a little different. We may we may need a little defensive help, but I mean this is different. I feel good defensively. I mean we're still second. Overall, and we gave up ninety points. Man, we gave up ninety points. That shouldn't happen. You won by Nine double digits, man. Nine? Like on on the road, like it's you're going to have games where you got to play a different style. And I mean, if you look at today versus 
South Carolina. I mean, you scored over 50 more points today. Yeah. I mean, they got two definite and, and maybe three, you know. I mean, it, I I knew we were going to give up points tonight. They got two or three guys right now uh, that played tonight that are going to play in the NBA, at yeah. least. Yeah. They're we, one of the best offensive teams in the country. They just play absolutely uh, no defense. I can't remember if it was Torres or somebody – uh, tweeted out early in the game that, you know, if, if they played any defense at all, you could just hand the championship to them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're explosive offensively. No, no, no. That, that, that is that is true. I mean, Reeves didn't. I mean, he showed up a little bit, but I mean, we, we kept him. We kept him. Yeah, we bay. did a good job on him. Uh, yeah. Shepard hit some big shots for them, and Dillingham's just uh, – he's he's good, man. Mitchell's disappeared for them. Is what's killing him right now. Yeah. He's got like five points in four games or something crazy like that. Right, I, I don't, Ruff, uh, Russ, I've been looking at Ruff's rafters. Uh, they're broken right now, man. It's not even mm-hmm. really. They aren't even really melting down. It's uh, are they are they are they wanting that? to get Calipari out of there or what? Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> All right, fellas, just to wrap it up, how do you feel about Dondee and uh, Boyd and Danny White just, just ripping NCAA this past week? How, how, how do y'all feel about that? I feel great. I just hope that uh, some of our more uh, nutty fans don't actually go to the damn hearing on Tuesday. <laughs> All right, you fellas have a good night. All right. Thanks, Harshill. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, man. Good leadership. I just, I just hope the uh, powers that be in the legal community take pity on us and look upon our arguments kindly. Could you see? Uh, could you ever see Rick Barnes just blowing off a uh, post game media? I no. I hope not. He's done that a lot, though. I mean, he he he's that's he's been doing that for years. Like he just won't go. Cal. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's written into his contract. I mean, like it's just a terrible look, like, man. Don't think I. I mean, I don't know. I mean, don't they call it like? the John Calipari show, the Rick Barnes show, like the coach comes out and takes questions for 10 minutes, talks to the radio guys for 10 minutes. Yeah, man, I'm sure it's part of their, like literally part of their contract. It's in there somewhere, you know, but they should dock him. I mean, I, you know, I understand. I mean, when you get your pants pulled down in front of your, you know, 28,000 or whatever's in there and you get put across the Deacon's knee and, and spanked, just viciously. The investigation. They're soft. They always have been, man. He runs and hides. They got their players pushing people in the back. And remember the strength coach tried to get into it with our guys and in Thompson bowling a couple of years ago. They're soft. I mean, it's just it's what we're talking about with Levis. Like, we got to coach the Kentucky out of them, man. Like when you put on that blue jersey, like it's just the pussification of your soul. 
Feels like, like it, it lowers your T. How, how badly, I mean, like, what was, what's that kid's name, Bradshaw? Yeah. I mean, I, I know we're we're biased and everything, but just strictly from a just a dude viewpoint, a walk could whip his fucking ass. <laughs> I mean, a walk is he's a big dude, man. I mean, he's. I've got never seen him get that crazy look like he did tonight. Oh, his eyes were bugging, man. It, 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 it was like a shark. Bradshaw's not- over, like, I think a walker would take him, but I'm just saying, like, Bradshaw's over seven feet tall. I don't know many people over seven feet tall that have ever really backed down from a fight. Yeah, I know, but it, it looked like from that one still shot, a walker was getting to bite his <laughs> nose off or something crazy. I don't know. I've dealt with a lot of crazy people over the years. Anytime you see a dude's eyes go real wide like that. He's, he's from Jersey, so I don't know. There might be some beef there going back. Who Bradshaw's the Jersey guy? Yeah. Oh hell, let me go back to the playground then. Up there. I don't know. I know Bradshaw got his ass whipped. He's a loser. Patrick is next. Turn your mic on, Patrick. Hey, I'm here. Um Russell, uh, we talked after the South Carolina game. I thought you guys did a really good job of keeping it even keel and my my thing was I just don't know what this team is. Is it is it a bunch of guys holding on to the cape of Superman? Um, I don't know that we'll expect this type of performance going forward. But clearly, I mean, now it's only about can they maximize. This is a Final Four team. You know, 100 points at Rupp. Come on. Come on. I don't care if one of their guys was out, blah, blah, blah. All the announcers were talking about how it was just different. The atmosphere was different. The energy was different. It, you could tell it was a huge game. I don't want any excuses. 100 points at Rupp. This team now has shown itself to be capable of excellence. And I think it it silences those questions I had. Um, and now, for me, it's simply a matter of can they can they coalesce at the right time? Very excited. Um, answered so many questions tonight. Triple J, so excited for him. Um, just really, really encouraging. And uh, Davey, to kind of answer your question a little bit, for me now, I, I don't honestly, personally, I don't really care what happens the rest of the year, uh, the regular season. I want to see this team healthy in March. I want to see this team at full strength so that there's the opportunity for this sort of maximization to occur. Um, I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care about the seating. I don't care about the matchups. I don't care about any of it. Um, I want to see if they can now put it together for six games, the, the style, the selflessness, the energy, the attitude. I mean, they, they were mentally superior to Kentucky tonight. They were in Kentucky's head. You can woulda, coulda, shoulda if the, the young man for Kentucky who was just incredible, if he's not just absolutely on fire, Tennessee wins by 25 points. I mean, he single-handedly kept them in the game. Tremendously encouraging. I'm very excited. Um, I just want to see him in March. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I totally understand that. I, I will say as it relates to – just the significance for winning this game and seeding in the SEC. Tennessee moves to six and two, and then you've got 
It's currently fourth. Um, South Carolina and Auburn, they also have two losses, but they got seven wins in conference so far. Alabama leading the pack at eight and one. We obviously got the one win over them, but you know, you got a three way tie at five and four below you. So you really have essentially a two game lead over fifth place, which is really big whenever it comes to getting that double buy. Yeah, man. And, you know, I'm not giving up on the conference title either. I mean, it's like when, when you lost to South Carolina, you know, at that point, I'm penciling in a loss at Kentucky just because it's so hard to win. Uh, you know, you, you go ahead and win that. I mean, it kind of puts it back on track, I, I think. We got a lot of basketball to play here, okay? We got a lot of basketball. I don't know that there's a dominant team in the league. But based off what I've seen, like, I, I think, you know, I, I, I think we're right there in the conversation. I mean, it's us, Kentucky, um, Alabama, and Auburn, and now uh, an, an upstart South Carolina squad that apparently has a little bit easier road. But we'll see what happens. We're, we're down to 10 games left in the conference. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things can happen. A lot of things can happen. What do we got this week? LSU and? At A&M. Okay. LSU and Knoxville, right? Yeah. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, it's the 7th, so that's Wednesday, right? Next Tuesday week. I mean, you look at it, though, like, you really do need to take care of business down this stretch because after – after this week, you then have at Arkansas versus Vanderbilt, at Missouri, and then versus A and M again. So, yeah, we we got a the but the toughest game out of that stretch really is A and M. There, we really need to we 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 can't have any fuck ups or slip ups or we we've had our we've had our screw off night against South Carolina. Because then what do we finish with? It's a tough stretch there late. I mean, right now you'd be playing uh, three of your last four games would be against ranked opponents. First Auburn at Alabama, at South Carolina. They'll probably be ranked at that point and then versus Kentucky. LSU beat the hell out of Arkansas today. They're comp- they, they're completely imploding right now. Two and seven in conference, 11 and 11 on the season. So is that all a hoax, that bullshit rumor? I haven't heard anyone reputable say there's any validity to it. So due to uh, journalistic integrity, I can't really run with it at the moment, you know? But I mean, it's also, and I, I'm not trying to stoke the flame. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, it seems far-fetched. But it's also one of those things, like, it's really nobody's business, like personal life stuff like that. So, like, I don't, I don't know of any reputable yeah. journalist that's going to report on it. Well, I guess if you could prove that it was what led to the downfall of the team, you could run with it at that point. And, but it's an interesting question. Like, just hypothetically, like I, I would, I would love to ask. Um, some of our big J journalist friends, like, is that something that your organization would, you know, would report on if you could prove it? I mean, how do you prove something like that? Guys I don't know. know. And again, I just go back to what you said. Your first, the first thing you said about it was 
I mean, it, it's really to kind of think it's none of anybody's business. The only just a, thing that yeah. puts it into the public sphere is that they're obviously, a, you know, is supposed to be a really good college basketball team with a lot of talent on it that's, you know, been in the Elite Eight twice in the last three years and they're imploding. There's a lot of dissension. So, I just think Musselman, you know, going into this season, I would say he's probably one of the most, if not the most consistent coach in the SEC. And I definitely did not anticipate this type of year by any stretch of the imagination. Calling the hogs. Woo, pig, fruity. Let's get Nolan in here. What's up, Nolan? Russell. The Nolan Express. What's up, baby? We fucking beat these guys so bad. It's unbelievable. Where are they going, Russ? Where are they going? You know where they're going. They're going to that damn coal mine. Hell yes. Was Gerald Mincy in the building? Tell me Gerald Mincy was in the building. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I have not been I – w- I won't lie. I haven't been following Tennessee basketball as long as you guys have. This is my third – year following the team at this point but um where does this rank with best rick barnes wins this has got to be up there right well it's his fourth at rup and and they've all been amazing They're, they've all been great <laughs> wins um i think the the admiral lamonte year that one was just because it was so close Beating Gonzaga and Phoenix that year when they were number one, that was, that was a big one. Um, he's he's had some good ones. This is up there, though, man. It's in the conversation. Oh, fucking just throttling Alabama uh, last year when they had that great team. Brandon Miller shutting the Miller kid down. That was a pretty good one. That was a good one. Beating Arizona in Thompson Bowling. Uh, he's beating North Carolina. Oh, yep. fuck. Come on. His best one's got to be, I mean, what, beating Duke? He's in regular tournament? season. Oh, regular season. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, that's your favorite Tennessee win, isn't it, Davey? We beat Duke in the tournament. What's the question? Duke is salty. I mean, sorry. Davey is salty because his favorite team of all time just – got smoked by North Carolina. Like a so. joint cigarette. They actually had a pretty good night overall. Add that plus his uh, his boyfriend Shane Beamer broke up with him. Yeah, it's been a rough it's been a rough time for Davey lately. Let's be honest with ourselves. You gotta uh, get some new material, <laughs> Nolan. You used the same joke last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's last time for now. Uh, if the mid-teens is Dalton Connect's floor, I mean, we're going to be a hard out in the NCAA tournament because if, if that's just like, if he can average like between 30 and his floor is like 16, 14, he, we're going to be a hard out. Would you guys disagree with that? I think we're going to be a hard out no matter what, but... I mean, this man, the, the there's some potential here, and I, I think 
folks are excited after seeing the not just the win tonight, but the way we did it with multiple guys helping out, just a total team effort. Kind of hit on all cylinders tonight. What's this rumor about the Arkansas teams you guys were talking about? I didn't hear anything <laughs> about this. There is a rumor. This is a, a pure rumor, unsubstantiated, that um, there is a love triangle in the locker room that is basically tearing the team apart, involving multiple players. Really? Well, I mean, I mean, really, yes, that's the rumor, but we don't know if it's really true. Like involving a woman that just just Google it, Nolan. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna yeah, spell it out for you. Here. No, there's no women involved. Okay, in the rumor, there's no women involved. In 2024, Nolan, don't judge. Google it. Just Google. Look, just Google Arkansas love triangle. All right, it's all out there for you, Nolan. I'm not gonna do your. I'm not gonna do your research for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll leave off on the question. Uh, <laughs> Davey, who do you got winning the Super Bowl uh, next week? And uh, have a good week. Have a good night, guys. Thank you, Nolan. Appreciate you. I, I want to see the 49ers win it, but it's hard to bet against the best quarterback, and that's Patrick Mahomes. So it's probably where my money's going to end up when it's all said and done. Oh, fatty patty. Dude, it's, it's like hard to hate on that guy whenever he's got that dad bod. He's out there killing people like he is, man. That made me more frustrated seeing, seeing him like that. Like, it's like looking like that time Russ took his shirt off at the station. It, it skinny fat guy. I see that and I'm like, how the fuck did the Titans not tackle him when he broke off that 45 yard run in the AFC Championship a couple of years ago? That's probably why he didn't. He can take those shots, man. He's got some bulk to him. I straight up thought of Russ though. Who? When that picture of Patty Mahomes is out of shirt on, he's he's the he's the uh, fit, but he's like the fit skinny guy, kind of like you. Like like you're pretty fit, Russ, but you're kind of a skinny fat guy. You got a little pot belly. Have you guys seen the Vince Vaughn movie Brawl in Cell Block Ninety Nine? Have not. Worth the watch. It's on Netflix, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. But I've been told that I have uh, like Vince Vaughn. It's funny because he's he plays a prisoner, you know. So he's he's bald in the movie with a big like iron cross tattooed on the back of his skull. Okay, but he exactly also how spends, I picture Vince Vaughn. Yes, yeah, he spends some time with his shirt off, and uh, and the I mean, been tall, told that you, I could fat. see it. Tall, fat, skinny guy. Yeah. 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 You kind of favor Vince Vaughn a little bit. I've always said he's a very handsome man. That he is. Hey, something we do need to touch base on. We can, if I want to get back to the, the callers, but uh, we've got to tell Davey about the GI fade. <laughs> what happened? Charlie, we can, get, we can get into it in depth. Charlie basically faded <laughs> Jake and Marcus. And made fifteen hundred dollars in one night. <laughs> That's hey, if you're smart enough to see the trend there, more power to you. It was just a beautiful piece of work out of Charlie Collier. 
the gambling advice on that particular radio program is regrettable at times. I've I've always said it's just as hard to go zero and ten as it is ten and zero. I don't know, man. Have you ever, did you guys ever see that movie Cooler with William H Macy? I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's a great fucking movie, man. He's he just plays this. It's kind of depressing, but he plays this guy the cooler, and he the casino pays him all this money to go stand next to people who are on hot streaks, and he he brings bad luck. That's Marcus Young. <laughs> I love the kid, but he should not ever make place a bet for money. He's terrible at it. Robert is next. What's up, Robert? Robert, turn your mic on. I got Will on mine. He's wheeling. He's dealing. Robert, uh, jump back in if you can. We'll get to you. Let's get Andrew in here next. He's wheeling and dealing. Suddenly, this is not going well. All right. No, it says he's there. Hold on, Russ. Andrew, unmute your uh, mic. Guys, how are you tonight? Doing well. Hey, sorry about that. This is actually my first time uh, ever talking on here. I usually love just listening in. Uh, well, welcome. Get him a cup, bro. Yeah, hey, listen. You I got a red plastic solo cup with your name on it, Andrew. <laughs> hey, man, I got me a little uh, little Kentucky bourbon pour tonight. Um, but I, I, I was thinking about something. Why is it that we always attract the biggest rivalries in this conference? In football, Alabama's our biggest rival. Florida, Georgia, those are our three big ones. In basketball, it's Kentucky only and, you know, the rest of the schools in the SEC kind of look at us as, you know, some bottom feeder. And the reality is the, you know, quote unquote, blue bloods in this league really only give a damn about beating us. And that was proved tonight by 28,000 miners heading back, you know, with their, you know, shovels and uh, wet rags to wipe off the dust off their face. I'm just, I'm curious why you think we, bring it out of everybody is it just because of you know kind of how good we've been historically what do y'all think yeah why people hate tennessee fans i i don't think anybody looks at tennessee as a bottom feeder i mean we've got a hundred thousand seat stadium we're one of the 10 winningest programs of all time um like i mean people come out to see to see the Vols, and especially in basketball, because we've been so good for so long now. I mean, Kentucky, Tennessee is a damn blood feud, has been for years, and now that it's an even rivalry, I mean, it's it's gone up a notch. And you know, we don't have a natural. We you know, Vanderbilt's not any good, so we don't have an in-state rival. I mean, you're right. Like we don't have that rival that uh, we're their number one rival. They're our number one rival, and that's just how it is. We don't have. Duke, Carolina, Alabama, Auburn, Ohio State, Michigan, and we never will. And that's fine, but we have some pretty damn intense, heated rivalries. But, I mean, I I think that if you put 
some truth serum and most fans they would they would tell you they have a as healthy respect for Tennessee and football and basketball I, I do think though I, I I put the Kentucky Tennessee basketball rivalry up there with you know pick your sport any other rivalry. I'll put it up there with any of those other rivalries that's one of the I mean we've been playing them since what they said on the telecast tonight 1910. Yeah, and I think we've got what the the most wins all time against Kentucky, and I I don't think there's a close second. Maybe Florida. Yeah, but I mean, you play somebody like pretty much twice a year for over a hundred years. I don't think anybody else has nobody else has played Kentucky as much as we have. So we have played them two hundred and thirty eight times, I believe. Yeah, in one hundred and twenty four years. Or, no, 114 years. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about tonight's win. I mean, all the wins that Barnes has had in Rupp have felt good, but there's something about this one. And I think it's because, you know, a lot of things about this team kind of remind me of the 2018 team with Admiral and Grant, where we got to watch them grow up a little bit in the inside the program. And there's a lot of guys like that on this team. And it just feels like, you know, getting this win and kind of getting back on track. And, you know, Dave, you mentioned the, the end of the schedule is going to be, you know, an absolute grind. And who, who cares really what happens in the SEC tournament? You would love to win it. But, Russ, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not ready to give up on winning the SEC regular season. I mean, we're one game back of, of the Gumps and, you know, with – with uh, with old checker coat, you never know what's going to happen. They might have some, you know, more murder, murder investigations down the line once we hit, you know, late March. But fired up, boys! Great win, and uh, appreciate y'all taking my call for the first time. Looking forward to calling in more. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you. I mean, they're all. Uh, I'll I'll tell you what makes this one more. Spe- I'm so happy that. Uh, we won because Triple J and and Santi and these guys that have been here for a long time. They, you know, mainly those two are not really having the kind of year that you'd want to see. Guys that have, have been that you know, I mean, they've won a lot of games for us here. And I mean, Vescovy's what third on three point on the three pointer list behind Houston and. Lofton now. Who was in, he was in attendance tonight. I don't know if you – there was a picture going around of Tony V walking uh, on the baseline. And yeah. It might have been the sideline, and Lofton was in the crowd behind him. And every guys leave with a winning record at Rupp Arena. They're three and two, Santee and Triple J. That's insane. But, damn, when they showed Lofton, I, now that Russ has said it, I can't get out. It looked like he looks dead off like Damon Stoudemire. Yeah, it's bizarre. And now Chris has got that beard and looks older. One of my favorites. Should have known it was. A, I mean, you got him and Tony V. That is a lot of charisma in row one, baby. I, I think a lot of both sides of this, as far as going into this game, why it just felt so important is because you both are top 10 at the moment, but the loser is falling out of the top 10 especially since you both lost during the midweek. And it's just kind of like separating 
that fourth and fifth team from a seeding in the SEC. I don't know. That's kind of how I was looking at it. And it's, I mean, it's a heated rivalry too. And, and we've seen what's happened of it as of late and just Barnes having the success that he's had. So I, I think you just, and, and you can see the emotion from the players tonight, which is, it's good. It's fun. Like I, I like it when it gets shippy like that. Robert, jump in here, buddy. Y'all hear me now? Got you. Oh, awesome. Hey, long time, first time here. Uh, I just wanted to get y'all's take on what uh, old Westchester and Hollander are feeling like tonight after that midweek take. Well, we got some rocket surgeons in our fan base, um, just like any other fan base. No shortage of just complete and total dumbasses, and uh, and I say that with love to Hollander and Westchester. But they're, uh, I mean, these are the same people that are planning to march on uh, Greenville. And, and attend the NCAA hearing. I mean, some people just, they got screws loose and God bless them. They make for good radio. And for those thinking of doing it, please don't. There's, there's nothing a, a federal judge likes more than, than people making a, you know, causing a scene. Yeah. Definitely. When they're trying to have court. We're, we're known to lot the, lot the torches of time too. This isn't exactly yeah, the time. Stay home and burn a couch or something. Yeah. Just follow along on Twitter. Yeah, the Tennessee way. You get updates on it. So, yeah, guys, it's a good night to be a Vol, and uh, send them Kentucky boys back to the coal mines. Back to the coal mines. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate you, my friend. Speaking to some new folks today. Got to love that. Yeah, we've had several uh, long-time first-time. That our next speaker is not a first-timer. He is a seasoned veteran, but he loves to drink from the keg of glory. Josh, you boy, get in here. What up, Russell? Oh, man, just basking in the warm glow of victory. I'm uh, I'm drinking me a big Coors Banquet right now. boy, King. Yes. Well, before we get to the game, I don't know, Davey, if I've talked to you before the hiring or not, but what do you think about our Titans hiring Brian Callahan? I like it a lot overall. I mean, from a seeing what every other pro or franchise ended up doing, you know, you're going young on offense. I'm ecstatic that he was able to, for the Browns, I'll, I'll give Haslam credit on one thing. Um, letting letting dad get out of that contract where he could come down here and coach with his son. But um, it's 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 going to be fun to see what they do. And if they're able to work with Levis, I think we'll get an answer on that sooner rather than later. But we're in a good spot, uh, all things considered. And now it's just up to Rand to have a really good draft and to go out and make some really good moves in, in free agency. And hopefully, now I'm not saying we're a playoff team next year, but, you know, this could be a – two-year flip and then, and then you're back in it so it's it's definitely something that i think fans should be excited for what the future is going to hold yeah so uh russ how about all of the vols stepping up tonight double z josiah santi it was all like stepped up as a committee and for once, Connect not having a really good game. We still won tonight in Corrupt Arena. I'm uh, I'm really glad. If 
if we can get this in the NCAA tournament with Connect not going off with uh, these guys giving us contribution, we're going to be a really hard team to beat. Your five starters all in double figures today. You get significant contributions from the bench tonight. It, uh, yeah, just a really uh, a great team effort, man. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's going to be interesting to see if, if we can continue to keep this up. This is a big week coming up because, you know, again, it's, it's going to be like the South Carolina game where you're playing teams that can beat you, right? And, you know, LSU is not bad, man. They've won a couple of games here. Um, playing at A&M is always hard. Buzz Williams, man, they're going to try and turn it into a damn rock fight. So, like, can you keep that same energy, focus, and concentration? And um, this would be good, big to go 2-0 and this next week. Yeah. I want to know, uh, what did Ganey do, like, how did he get that technical foul? Because he really didn't do anything, didn't he? No, because he, he did. He was, he was no. clapping. How did no, he get no. clapping? The fuck out of here. Yeah, Ganey earned that one. Uh, Josh, to answer that question, uh, I can't remember if it was Dykes or Tom on the call, but they alluded to they've escalated certain words to uh, warrant a, te- a technical. So that was likely. The what are those words? I need, we need to know what those words are. Well, the, N-word, the N-word is one of them. Hard R. Uh, um, fuck. Uh, I think any reference to performing a sexual act on, you know, inviting them to, you know. Yeah. Suck something. He, Ganey earned it. You know, yeah, he did. It, it got me fired up, and it, you know, got him, got him fully out of my doghouse. I, I didn't know he had that in him. Yeah, I didn't either, Bear. Guys, can we put up another one hundred burger against uh, these uh, Wildcats come March when they come here? They play defense like that, yeah. Yeah, they're probably going to be. You know, I imagine uh, who was the out tonight for them? These uh, are bad. DJ Wagner and then the uh, Wagner fucker. Yeah, Big Z. Yeah, not so much Big Z, but Wagner kind of really makes their their whole thing go. So their record's horrible when since he's he, been out. He's uh he's kind of holding him out, ain't he? Cal Perry Wagner. I think that's Kentucky fans feel like Cal's holding the the room. You know, on Rupp's rafter seems to be that he's holding him out to protect his draft stock, which, I mean, that's the thing with Cal. He gets those guys, and, I mean, you, they talked about it all night on TV. He's got, what, seven guys in the All-Star game? Yeah. And, I, I mean, I think there's a little bit of truth to it, but, you know, when you are when you have those, that level of talented kids with those kinds of, you know, with that kind of a future, you, you have to be careful with them. Right. So I don't know. Russ, I mean, uh, yeah, he's playing ahead, it for March too. It's it's one of those things to where if yeah. he doesn't feel he's ready, you know, you just kind of sit him and make sure he's good come when it actually matters. Because Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, they're pretty much shoe in to at least make the tournament at this point. Obviously, seeding a lot to play out still there. But Cal's super. I, I've always found he's didn't he? Wouldn't you agree, Dave? He's 
he's always he's just a cautious coach. He doesn't, yeah. you know, he doesn't rush yeah. guys back ever. Russ uh, out the door. I'm driving up 75 north to Lexington. I'm handing out a few cartons of marble cartons to some lucky Kentucky fans and uh, some scratchers. See ya. Hey. Zakai, Zakigler, as uh, Jimmy Dykes called him. We need to, we need to. <laughs> Zakigler? We need to lean into that one. That was, uh, that's outstanding. Zakigler uh, scored or assisted 60 of Tennessee's 103 points tonight. That's insane, man. He's playing and he's, other than the South Carolina game, you know, since he hit his stride, he's been playing at incredibly high level night in and night out. I freaking love that kid. Did you guys see uh, Trey's tweet quoting KSR? No. no. So on Cal Skip in the postgame show, quote, I think that's one of the lamest things I've seen for a coach making $10 million a year on a night like tonight. You're paid to face the music and not hide. The relationship between fan and coach has been broken. Trey said that? Well, no, Trey was quoting KSR. Oh, okay. I was here. I said, damn. Trey off the top rope. <laughs> you hate to see it. You really hate to see a fan base in crisis. Uh, that's that's Matt, Matt Jones. Jones. That's who that's who said it was Matt Jones. Matthew is next. Get in here, Matthew. What is going on, boys? That is, I mean, everybody has said it. You don't take these wins and rub for granted. That that tonight, I mean, as as Kentucky fans have said, that's their Super Bowl, and uh, we drink from the keg of a little glory, do we not, Davey? Oh, we do. Feels good. Yeah. Um, the one question I have, and I'm very much uh, a glass half full mentality. I do want to ask this question. Triple J, absolute great game tonight. But does he feel like this year's Olivier Kamwa, where very much he can prove to us that he can go out and get 20 plus, you know, seven rebounds, whatever it was tonight. But it feels like it wouldn't surprise me next Tuesday when we play LSU if he goes quiet and gets five points and three rebounds, Davey. I think that's a very good comp. You know, uh, I, w- I would say he's probably had a – like earlier on in the season he had some games where he was much better. But, yeah, definitely during SEC play, we've we've only seen him shine once or twice. And, I mean, tonight was obviously the the big-time moment where you you definitely needed him. And it's good just to see a senior – for as long as he's been here, play like that at a venue where historically this program struggled. I guess the real question I have, you know, for a fifth-year senior like that, would you have rather have wasted – I shouldn't say wasted. I love I loved the effort that we get with Triple J because I don't think you're going to get 20 points from him offensively every night. But I do, I do question the people that are like, you know, that it's easy to say – and I'll ask this question to to Baron Russell. You know, it's easy to say, let's get fresh blood in there. But, like, when we put Cameron Carr in there with 30 – I don't even know what it was in the first half. 
I was kind of like scatterbrained by that because it's easy to say, yeah, put in fresh blood, but that's fresh blood that we haven't seen that I don't necessarily know if that's even like good for the minutes, like rotational period. But it feels like Barnes, it, it feels like Barnes loves to put guys in randomly at one point in the first half because I remember in Chapel Hill, he put Cameron Carr in with for two possessions randomly. I just, I don't get it sometimes. Matthew, I'll, I'll go ahead and take this one uh, on top of that. But earlier in the show, I mentioned, you know, talking about Tobey Awaka, you know, 95% of the time you're not playing with the ball. It's even a smaller portion of time that we're actually seeing these guys. And for, I'll say, the 98% of the time we actually don't see them, what Triple J means to this program and to the other teammates there is so much more than we're actually able to witness. So saying fresh blood versus Josiah, while at times I think his minutes might not need to be as high as they are, I think he's very invaluable for the leadership and experience and what he means to getting these younger players ready for moving forward next season. And we might not be seeing that right now, but I think that will ultimately pay off in the end of the day. No, absolutely. And again, Davey, I'm a a glass half full guy. I actually – I'm – I'll, I'll call it like I see it. I'm actually pro Triple J. When we brought him back, you know, the argument about whether or not when we let Ledlam walk to go over to St. John's, I was still okay with it because from a chemistry perspective, you kind of knew what you get with Triple J. You knew that he brings something to the defensive side of the ball. You knew what you get with him. I know his offensive game is lacking, but I do think at least, you know, with this team, I do think team chemistry is a thing to think about long-term longevity with this, with this roster. And, you know, tonight <laughs> it feels like one of those Olivia games where he just, he got hot and, you know, you got to give kudos to him. You know, it does feel like, you know, I wish he was more consistent with it. We, we got to appreciate the fact that, you know, if it's going to be, you know, if he's going to get 25 plus, I hope it's versus the coal miners because at the end of the day, that's one of our bigger rivals and I appreciate it. But, uh, you know, this is one of those games we have to enjoy. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll leave it with this. I'll, I'll ask the question, you know, going into tonight, you know, after we've all seen it, who do you think outside of Dalton Connect would have been tonight's MVP before tip off? And I'll leave it with the boys. Uh, Zakai. I probably would have gone Santi, thinking about it going into it. You I think? Like is, yeah. But, I mean, Zakai is not a bad answer by any stretch. I would have gone Zakegler because he had such a bad game. He was 0 of 6 from the field against South Carolina. I just think he bounces back, man. He doesn't usually have two bad games in a row, does he, Russell? No, he, he's the toughest kid in the program. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's – now I don't know what he's going to do next time out, but I guess we'll see. I, I looked up uh, Ledlam's stats. Chris for St. John's, I mean, they lost to UConn today. Um, uh, he's averaging 9.4 points on the year, around 28 minutes a game. And let's see here, 7.6 rebounds, 1.8 assists, shooting 40% from the field. So, I mean, he's having a decent season. I haven't really watched him play, but my friend Tim was on the call, so I could probably ask him how he thought he looked. Yeah. Your friend Tim. Who's this? Timmy B. Tim Brando? Yeah. You're friends with that guy? I talk to him probably once a week, yeah. You think you can get him to unblock me on Twitter? 
I can, yeah, I could ask. I could probably, actually, I could probably swing that. He told I mean, me I was here. sick. He told me I was sick and demented, and then he blocked me. Well, I got to side with wrong. Kenny B on this one. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I think one have to tend to agree with him on that one, Bear. I've met him long time ago, back before he was an asshole. He's a good dude. I know Tennessee fans don't typically get along with him. Have you seen that series? And they're real tweets. It's not fake. Where he he tells Tennessee fans they don't know what they're talking about and what a fantastic hire Derek Dooley is. Same thing with Butch. The guy's just an idiot. He's a shill. I'm glad you're friendly with him. He's a powerful person in college sports media, I guess. I mean, Davey had just gotten, like, we've just gotten him out of the clutches of Shane Beamer. And now he's a fucking blowhard dipshit. He's, he's going Brando. with Brando. Yeah. What do you, I mean, what do you guys want from me? Like as I try to continue my career, I'm trying to make new contacts and, and new friends. We want you to completely crater your career in the same yeah. way that we all have and return to Knoxville and rejoin the brotherhood. The hell do you, we're trying to get you to ruin your life, man. Cause we miss you. I'll sleep on it. All right. When you're back, inevitably, with us here in Knoxville, Davey, and you're like, man, there was a time when I was in the big city rubbing elbows with Shane Beamer and Tim Brando. Vacation in Hawaii. Probably by this time, whatever. Uh, have you heard from... You guys uh, know, like, I, I haven't hung out with Shane Beamer, right? Like, I've met him at times, and he's been friendly in our encounter. You spoke way, you guys, very you glowingly. Like we, we take trips to Hawaii together, and it's just like, yeah, it's like, oh, he's got a question. I'm just going to shoot Davey a text, see what he has to think. You do realize that's not the, how this, this situation is, right? No, we don't. And I'm not sure that we'd ever believe you. And, uh, you know, regardless, but hey, I do have a question for you. I can't believe I remembered it. Have you, uh, have you talked to the the Kentucky chick? Oh, yeah. Have um, you heard from her tonight? Yeah. I'm, I, I'll, I'll get into. So here, here's what's supposed to happen. I'll just be full, full and honest with you guys. She's actually a Duke fan that went to UK. Um, we oh Jesus sp- Christ! Yeah. Ooh. So it was, it was a double she, is, is, rough is, night for her. I mean, is, is she's the spawn of the devil, is what you're saying? I'm not saying that, but she, she unfortunately, she's she's under the weather. We were supposed to watch uh, Duke UNC, um, but um, that ultimately didn't happen. So I'm hoping she gets to feeling better. But kind of nice girl, bullet there tonight, man. How uncomfortable would that have been, Russell? If she wasn't sick and she'd watch Duke get beat and just get humiliated by North Carolina and then... We had agreed not to watch the Tennessee-Kentucky game together. Scale of 1 to 10, what are we talking about here, Davo? I mean, we've had... We've been talking for like two weeks and we've had one date, so I wouldn't say it's... So we shouldn't start worrying yet? No, I mean, we're not at the point where it's like Houston and Julia. That's not what I was asking. (laughs) Maester Pumberton is next. What up, Maester? Yeah, what up, boys? How y'all doing? 
How are things in the Citadel? Oh, oh. <laughs> high and tight, brother. High and tight. Hey, I... Uh, Y'all find a cure for grayscale yet? Um, You know, uh, <laughs> one at a time. One at a time, as they say. This guy's very cryptic. What the hell is your your Abby? Uh, that's uh, me ripping a heater on the tennis court. But disregard the Abby. Davey, love you. Love the stuff. Uh, Thank you. I, uh, honestly, hell, I've been sitting on hold so long and barely remember what I've been wanting to talk about. Uh, I do want to talk a little about a little bit bare about a Catholic high school representation. Do you think <laughs> uh, BJ Edwards could have gotten four tonight? Uh, or would you just hung up zero? And uh, number two, why isn't the white kid from Georgia playing in Tennessee? Uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys uh, discuss. Davey, again. All right. <laughs> you have to nuke him. Isn't the, isn't the no, best no, part no. of his speech? No, no, I did. I don't know. I mean, I, I can tell you, he just, I don't know. Blue didn't want to come to Tennessee. He's doing pretty good his freshman year at Georgia. So, did you, just, did you mute him from the the broadcast or? Did no, I, oh, I just, okay. I just flushed him. He's still in here. Okay. He's, he's a funny dude. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat, man. Blue didn't want to come to Tennessee. Blue did not have an <laughs> offer to Tennessee. Bear, let's, this is the part where you say he was a Duke legacy. Let, let's be honest. <laughs> no, or should I just have this conversation with Davey since he can make your arguments better than you can? Yeah, I mean, you can both fuck off. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> I, I'd rather go back to talking about Davey <laughs> being butt buddies with Tim Brando. Davy's cat devil. What's up, Matt? <laughs> Turn your mic on, Matt. He's wheeling. Damn it. I feel like Matt does this from time to time. He's a wheeler. See Magic Max in here. Surprised we hadn't heard from him. Let's get Nashville Jack in here next. What's up, Jack? Hey, this is not Jack. This is his wife, Jenny. But he made me speak. Is that okay with you guys? Even better. I didn't really want to talk to Jack anyway, for being <laughs> no, honest. It's probably for the best. But I was listening to your show, and I honestly, I don't know who y'all are. But we were listening, and we're excited that the Vols beat Kentucky. But I'm here to tell you that the rivalry between Tennessee and Kentucky A huge tradition of winning basketball for many, many years. The robbery comes from the Vols wanting to beat Calipari. It's not about the Vols wanting to beat Kentucky. It's about the Vols wanting to beat Calipari. Stemming back from Willie Kemp, Wayne Chisholm, robbery when Calipari was in Memphis. Jack, so what, we are you high beat right now? Calipari. Are you wasted? No, Jack. Are you stoned? Jack is asleep. You think we want to beat uh, Calipari because of Willie Kemp? Absolutely. Did you really just come? 
We've been wanting to beat Kentucky, and we've been beating Kentucky since they wore the short shorts. Since back in the day, since in the it's like we said, it's it when they used to take the train to Lexington. No, they killed, they fed Smokey a chocolate pie back in the fifties or the early sixties, and killed one of the Smokies. They flicked a cigarette in Bernard King's afro. Lit. No. This Lit. rivalry went to another level. Absolutely, when Calipari stole Willie Kemp. Kemp and Chisholm were supposed to go to Knoxville together. Nobody knows who Willie Willie Kemp is. Well, I'm sorry. Look, he ended up being, he was runner-up to national championship against Kansas 2009. I'm sorry y'all don't know him. I I know him, but he is a footnote and an insignificant footnote in Tennessee basketball history. We have beaten Kentucky more than any other program in college basketball. Rick Barnes owns them since he's been there. And that's what took this rivalry to another level from the Kentucky's perspective is Rick Barnes has come in here and started beating them more than he loses to them. Willie Kemp, you're wasted. You are high. I don't know why you're getting fired up. We're all for the same team here. We're all for the same team. You're not making any sense though. Willie Kemp. (laughs) I'm telling you, the rivalry is between Tennessee and Cal Perry. Yeah, there's no rivalry. He's got to start beating us. We own his ass. He's a punk. The rivalry is between orange and blue. We hated Billy Clyde Gillespie. We hated uh, Joe B. Hall. We hated Joe B. Hall. We hated Eddie Sutton. John Cal Perry. Rex Chapman. Just another loser coach in Kentucky history. I don't give a shit about Willie Kemp. Sorry, Jack's wife, but you can hit the bricks. <laughs> this is the damn craziest nonsense I've ever heard. Willie Kemp. Talking about uh, Willie Kemp. And I do remember Willie Kemp, four-star guard from that, uh, Memphis. We wanted him. Uh, we didn't get him. We got Wheezy. It's all good. I'd rather have Wheezy. I mean, we've lost we've lost a lot better players than Willie Kemp to John Calipari through the years, and we'll lose better. Like it, it happens. And by the way, like that Justin Edwards guy who had a couple of buckets for them tonight. Like we wanted him bad. We were leading from him for him, and um, Cal stole him away. Nice player. Uh, control uh, compares pretty favorably, I think, to Julian Phillips. He's not their best player, but he's he's probably a pro at some point down the line need need some development, but we got a team and I will take Josiah Jordan James over just, we're, we're going to call him Justine Edwards until he beats us once. He's not just, he's Justine Edwards tonight. Willie Kemp. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Matt <laughs> is next. What's up, Matt? Looks like we're getting the will again. Yeah, he's wheeling. Matt's got, he must have a bad internet connection. It happens. They're out Holy there, Matt. Shit. Look who's in here. Let's see if we can get him to talk. Matt, jump back in here if you want. We'll get to you. Speak now. Forever hold your peace. Wrapping up on the voluntary reaction tonight when Tennessee goes into corrupt arena. And not even the referees 
could save the little blue weenies as Tennessee takes it to them and gets the dub tonight. Going for the full Benjamin, 100 spot. Pretty damn sweet. Pretty damn sweet. Fellas, big week coming up. Got to take care of LSU at the arena. We need a big crowd in there, by the way. Went Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whenever that is. Seventh, it'll be Wednesday night. So, and then we got to go down to College Station and get the, the best. Ass. That was a frustrating game down there last year. They're always frustrating down yeah. there. I mean, going all the way one back. down there. Like, I feel like what's your guy's name? The guy that always talks. Oh, you always bring up Antoine Space. Because <laughs> why don't you just remember the name and you can stop asking me what's your guy's name? He's not my guy. He was just a guy. Who beat us at the buzzer twice under Conzo. I like the way you say his name. <laughs> I know it's Antoine Space. <laughs> All right, we'll try Matt one more time here, see if we can get him in. Matt, you there? There was an error adding Matt as a guest. Please try again. Yeah, it still says he's requested, but I think that's from the initial. He might have to... Oh, there he is. Matt, turn your mic on. Oh, fellas, I don't even know what to say about that last call. Um, I want to make a 19th Amendment joke, but I I'm going to abstain just for tonight. Um, <laughs> the uh, the uh, one thing I want to relay to you guys, so I'm calling you from St. Louis, Missouri, and this is a, this is a great win, but how I, I, I have demonized this guy for weeks with how he has played. How clutch was Josiah Jordan James tonight? You talk about a guy who has laid an egg all season, who just comes out in the biggest game of the year, one of the biggest games of his career, puts up a career high at Rupp Arena, a place we had won at, I believe, if I'm not wrong, seven times previously to tonight. Quote me on, on that if I'm wrong. But he comes out, puts up a career high tonight. You get arguably what I think – one of, if not the best ever performances from a point guard in Tennessee history from Zakai Ziegler tonight. You get that in Rupp Arena. Everybody contributes, making up for Dalton Connect. And this team starts to feel like it, it's, it, it has the potential. You see the seeds of a team that can make a real deep run in the tournament. What do you all think? Yeah, um, it, it, it does. It, on paper, it does. I mean, we've got some weapons that we haven't had before. Uh, we've got the ability to win games in different ways. But the tournament's crazy, man. After you get past the first round, there's no, like, the seeds don't matter. Everybody's good. Everybody can beat you. So you need some luck. You need a good draw. You need guys to be peaking at the right time. You got to stay healthy. Remember, we lost to Ziegler last year. So there's just a lot that can happen, man. And and we, we're due some luck in the tournament. So uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, this is shaping up to be one of our better teams and one of our better chances to go far. I mean, that performance from Josiah tonight, to me, puts him up there in, like, Tennessee folklore. Because, you know, it ain't easy to win at Rupp. But you think about that. You've got 
guys on this team all year who are contributing. You got Dalton Connect, obviously one of the best players that Tennessee's ever had. You've got any night you can have Adu Ziegler. You can have Josiah. You can have Santi. Any of those guys putting up points. You've got Donde. You've got Danny fighting the NCAA right now. You've got Nico getting ready to go in, have us as a potential SEC contender. You got Tony Vitello's got the baseball team all primed to make a deep run this year. How how could you not want to be a Tennessee volunteer sports fan right now or be a fan of this university or a fan of this state? I feel like we're living in damn paradise, boys, compared to where we were at about five years ago. I mean, how, how good does it feel to be a Tennessee volunteer right now? And you just run up into Rupp Arena, put up 103 points on their ass, and their coach won't even step outside for a post-game interview. I mean, this feels pretty damn good. I don't know about y'all. No, it feels good, man. It feels good. They're showing the, the highlights on ESPN right now. Yeah. The, the play, the Cam Carr play, where Santi like, tapped it to him, and then he alley-ooped it to Josiah. That was such a huge play. The pick and roll to um, Awako where he dunked it. Yeah. And then the the corner three from Pescovy where he blows the kiss, man. So many great clutch plays. And the Ziegler beating the butt, the Ziegler buzzer beater on the shot clock. And then Triple J with that step. I mean, he jumped to the side right there. That three he buried. 103 to 92. Let's go. I think that Ziegler buzzer beater was the backbreaker in the game. I think after that, Kentucky kind of, you know, they, they made a, a half-ass push out towards the end, but they, they kind of gave up after that one. So, um, it's the same night, thing boys. that happened with us. Uh, you know, we what happened with South Carolina, we never could get ahead of them. We got it close a couple of times. But they just kept stretching it back out, and I think that just that just takes all the starch out of a team. I think we gave them a lot of second chance points too, where they were they were getting those offensive boards on us for some reason. We we've, we've been good about that most of the year, but South Carolina game we really struggled with offensive boards, and and they get a lot of second chance points out of that. I didn't really see a lot of that tonight. That seems like something that Barnes addressed during the week. I don't know. I do have a question for Russell and Davey. Okay. You think Jack put Jack's wife up to calling in and saying that stuff? No, but I I think Jack, like, he's passed out or something, and his wife got on his Twitter account and got in here. He's going to wake up and listen to the podcast of the Volunteer Reaction and be just horrified at what his wife has done to his reputation. Nashville Jack, get your broad in order, man. I figured it was, yeah, they were both listening to the show. He passed out. She kept listening, and he had already requested an answer. By the time it came to, to Jack's turn, Jenny's like, all right, my time to shine. Control your woman. I guess she did shine. That's probably the most memorable call of the night, but not for the right reasons. This is only the third time in 254 home games under Cal that Kentucky never led. It's according to Cole Kublik. They got it to one in the second half. I did. I did see a highlight on that. So, but Tennessee they never led. Game of runs, and you know that hot start. It was real similar to. Uh, I thought it played out real similar to our game with South Carolina. I mean, they started dead cold. Will we go up eight nothing? Uh, 
I think it's yeah, that or seven of them. And they swapped it up, and then he finally put the Dillingham kid in. And uh, why wouldn't you start him? I don't you know, know what their their lineup usually finish. looks like. Yeah, and I don't want to speak out of line about that last call, but with no disrespect, that was one of the dumbest things I've heard in like the ten years I've been <laughs> listening to this show. Um, anybody, I was born in nineteen ninety one. Anybody who was born when I was born or before then or after then has known that we we have hated Kentucky basketball specifically our entire lives. Maybe not Kentucky football so much because we've kicked their ass my entire life, but. Kentucky basketball has always been a thorn in the side, and to get a win at Rupp is even more precious than most people take into account. I think, what, this is our eighth win at Rupp Arena? So if you're listening out there, celebrate this one. It doesn't happen very often. Thank- thankfully, because of Richard Dale Barnes, though, we get a lot more wins up there than we used to. But, um, no, this rivalry was uh, important to all of us way before John Calipari came into the fold, even before he was at Memphis. So, um, I, I don't know what all that was about, but um, I've seen them kick our ass enough times over the years to know that this game actually means something. And you can tell today it meant something to the guys on the floor. I think that's why Josiah played the way he did. And um, I'm happy to see him step up. That makes me feel a lot better about this team going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. The the call, you know, Jack's wife, she was just, I'm sure she's a nice person, but She's very, very uh, misinformed. I mean, we—they hate us. We hate them. Uh, Basketball is obviously the one thing that they've kind of been able to hang their hat on. And since Coach Barnes has been here, it's been in our favor. But you know, I mean, you go down through history. There's, there's plenty of, of very, very valid reasons for all the bad blood. Well, they've maybe been able to hang their hat on it um, for the past several decades, but. Now they, uh, in my opinion, they're hanging their coal miner helmet on it um, and going back to the coal mines, and they got to suck it up Monday morning, punch that clock in, and get back to work and take that L on the forehead from the Vols. Uh, appreciate the call, guys. Y'all have a good night. Where's TJ, Russell? Thanks, Matt. I don't know, man. Hey, you know his ass would have been in here if it had gone the other way. Uh-oh. We've got a guest, Russ. Your KSR has been burning it down, so he's probably tied up. (laughs) Cody McClure. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, how we doing, fellas? How's it going? Hey, Cody, what's up, brother? Um, uh, Mr. McClure. I'm sitting in a rainstorm, you know, uh, Southern California, man, where it never rains. It's uh, it's raining now. Good. That should uh, keep the forest and whatnot damp, prevent some fires. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's, um, I don't know. I don't really like the rain, you know. I, I kind of, uh, it's, it's why I came out here. The whole idea was to avoid the rain. But anyway, <clears throat> so you guys doing good. Uh, 103 points in rough. That's pretty, uh, it's pretty special. Pretty good night. It doesn't suck. That is a good night. Now, what was the lady saying about the rivalry? I missed that. Somebody was commenting on somebody had a stupid comment or something. Yeah, usually yes, Jack- it's just bare with the stupid comments. But Oh, go to hell, Russell. Had- 
this lady call in and tried to tell us that the uh, Tennessee-Kentucky rivalry went to another level when John Calipari recruited Willie Kemp while he was at Memphis, and then he went to Kentucky. I don't know. I, I didn't really follow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's why you don't let broads talk sports, you know, but – Oh, uh, come on. That's a terrible thing to say, Cody. But uh, can't say that. But anyway, so so how do we feel about the schedule moving forward, Russ? Because, you know, we got some games coming up. I mean, the the way I see it, you can't really afford a loss in these next, like, six. If the – like, if, if your last four games uh, – I mean, if I'm getting this right, are, are Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama, and South Carolina, that's your last four? Yeah. So, like, I, I don't think you can afford a loss in, uh, until one of those games. If you're if you're going to win the conference, I mean, yeah, you definitely got to take care of business in February, um, especially with how difficult it'll be in March. Yeah, and there's some tricky games in there. I mean, LSU. Yeah, but historically, historically speaking, we Barnes typically we we've been really good in February most years. Yeah, yeah, we got some just March where. Uh, you know, whatever happens there. I think uh, I think we need to go two and zero this week. You got you got to win at home. You got to beat LSU, and then that that A and M team they're kind of up and down. That one could be a little tricky. Uh, and then you know, week after that, I mean, Arkansas going going out there, it's never really easy to play. That that game's always kind of tricky. And they're not very good this year, but they do have some good ball handlers. Um, better better than Clint Sterner, I'll say that. And you know, another thing about Arkansas is, you know, they, they can really get after you. They can really stick to you on the full court press. You can't hardly get them off of you. You guys, you, you remember the forty minutes of hell, right? They they still kind of do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. And <laughs> they go hard in the paint. Yeah, and they've got some shooters too. Uh, and like it's kind of a chain reaction like when one guy gets hot usually multiple guys go off but uh you know at the end of the day though you got to win that game arkansas is a a bottom feeder of this league <laughs> so so we'll be calling the hogs uh, all, all the way into the showers you guys have a good night What an idiot. <laughs> Who decided to bring that guy in here? That's terrible. He feels funny. I fucking love that guy. He's, he's honestly got the funniest guy I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I've lost seven of their last nine. Love's in the air. Well, boys, on that note, it is time to hang it up. Ladies and gentlemen, what a night it's been. Oh, man. Golly. These are sweet. Davey, any parting words? It's fun to drop 100 on anybody. You add in Kentucky to the mix, and it's absolutely glorious. Glad to see the team bounce back like they did, and looking forward to hopefully carrying the fight on to LSU and beating them this Wednesday and getting on here and doing some VR with my, my good friends and all these listeners that we appreciate y'all 
Bear? Um, pretty much what, you know, I think me and you talked about it on, on the daily show that if we were able to somehow go up to Rupp and, and beat Kentucky up there, it would completely, uh, I think I put it, you know, I completely get him off the hook with me as far as what happened early in the week with South Carolina. That one's, you know, I wish that's one you don't want to, you wish you didn't give away like that because it's a home game, but uh, like David said, great bounce back game. And I think this was a glimpse uh, of what, you know, we also talked about on VR, if, if, if they can ever all put it together at the same time in one night. So, and I think that's what tonight was. It was a really good team win. Um, you got five guys, your five starters in double figures. So, you know, multiple guys with double doubles. Just playing really smart, clean basketball. So it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm enjoying this one. I'm going to savor this one after we get off here because you don't get too many nights like this. Yeah, I, I'm not sure which one of their coaches said this. It, it was either Calipari or Patino, but uh, um, he had a quote years ago about after a, a loss like we had at South Carolina where it basically said, look, you play about 40 games with a basketball team, man. It's not like football where you, you, you only have to get up 11 times. Maybe you stub your toe once, but in 40-game season, you're going to have about five games every year where your team plays out of their minds. And you're going to have five games where your team just doesn't show up at all. And you're going to, the, the other 30 games, the in-between, that's who you really are. And I think we had one of each of the five games this week. I think we had a, a game where we didn't really show up. Yeah. For whatever reason at, at, against South Carolina. And I think tonight we played about as well as we possibly could. It's probably not going to be like that every single night. But uh, the, the in-betweens are, are who we are. And if The in-between should be good enough to win these next two games. So let's hope that's what we see this week. Guys, love you boys. Have a great Sunday. Yep. Walk around with your chest puffed out tomorrow. We've earned it. We will do it again this week after LSU, after Texas A&M. For Bear and Davey, I'm Russell Smith.